Hey guys, before we start off this podcast episode, I want to tell you guys about our amazing sponsor, which is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me go ahead and explain for you guys. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, of course, many more just like you can hear my podcast. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So basically, if a podcast doesn't make a lot of listenership from uh, a different podcast, I'm still making money from that podcast with Anchor. And it's, of course, everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, and that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Anyway, guys, let's go ahead and jump back into the episode. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Girl, hosted by Amaya McCall. This is season one, episode seven. Hope you enjoy. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Girl, and I am doing an amazing podcast episode today. I have an amazing, inspiring guest who I know you guys will be so ready to check out. I am doing the special guest from a podcast called Clean Beauty Podcast, and her name is Cassandra. So you guys, Cassandra owns an amazing podcast, and she also owns an amazing line called Lash Bender. So we're going to go ahead and ask you some questions. Yeah, I can't wait. Great. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So the first question I have for you is, how did you get started in the podcast industry? Yeah, so... um, I've had my show for a little bit over a year. We celebrated a year in November uh, 2019. I um, I kind of was, I've been doing makeup for a really long time, about 15 years, and I got really sick and found out that I was allergic to uh, fragrance in cosmetics. So my skin was breaking out. I had really bad allergies. I lost part of my vision, so I have to wear glasses when I drive now, and I also mm. suffered from psoriasis, so I was going in and out of the doctors, trying to figure out why I was getting so sick, and I found out that it was the product that I was using on myself and my clients, and when I started looking at the products I was using all of my life, I, I didn't realize that the word fragrance uh, had other ingredients inside of it. And that kind of started a whole kind of research and, and uh, I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole, if you will. And when I shared my story, when I shared what I had done about my detox, because when I found out that I was allergic, I decided to not use products with fragrance in it. And so uh, within like two or three days, I had my symptoms were clearing. And that includes everything from like my Tide, you know, uh, laundry detergent to mm-hmm. my shampoo, my lotion, all my makeup, all my hair, everything in my house, um, I kind of stopped using and my allergies got better. Like my skin was clear, all kinds of stuff. So I decided to share a post on Facebook, and that ended up getting thousands of 
upset and, and a lot of people asking me like, what did you do to, um, to, what did you replace your product with? Like, how did this even happen? And things like that. So I said, you know, I, I, I just started my journey. I don't even really know what to use yet. And, um, I decided, you know, I've always wanted a podcast. I've always wanted to, to have one. And when I started looking for other podcasts that were about clean beauty, I couldn't find any. So I launched Clean Beauty, um, and we were the first and one of the only clean and green shows still to date, which is pretty incredible. It is. <laughs> because I'm not the first, you know, one to start talking or blogging about Queen Beauty, but um, there was just really nothing that I could find podcast-wise, so uh, that's kind of how that started. I just kind of wanted to organically share what I had gone through and bring on other beauty founders that had similar stories. So I talked to brand founders that created their skincare lines or hair care lines or um, different scientific formulators or doctors that created something for their patients. And um, in doing that, I think I've interviewed about 50 different brand founders uh, from around the world on their take on clean and green beauty and their own products. So it's been really fun to try all these products and get to share them on my show and yeah, now now we're here. <laughs> yeah, that's so amazing, and that's so crazy how um you found out that you couldn't use fragrance. Wow. So I do know that you have um a company called Lash Binder Binder. And oh, Lash Binder. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get started with that? Um. So when I had a little bit of an issue with my health, I had to stop working um, as a makeup artist because even when I would go to a wedding, I would like have a breakout because the hairspray and the air and all sorts of things. So I uh, I had a lot of extra free time when I was producing my show. It kind of became my full-time job. And I kind of was looking at, I'd always wanted to start my own beauty brand, but I knew that there were a million different lipstick companies and the world didn't need another lipstick or another eyeshadow. I felt like everything had already been done. And so I wanted to solve a problem. So I started thinking about all the different clients that I had and the problems that they had. And I noticed a commonality because every time I'd have a client, they would complain about not being able to put their eyelashes on. And I'd hear horror stories. They would tell me that they poked themselves in the eye or that they dropped the lashes or they were really struggling and frustrated because they were taking 20 or 30 minutes to try to get their lashes on. And their eyes were watering and they were having all sorts of problems. So I said, you know, I don't think this has really been done. There hasn't really been a tool that's been marketed to help people put their eyelashes on easier, faster, and safer. So I developed Lash Binder, and we launched that in March of 2019, so we're not even a year old. 
And now we are uh, working with uh, the El Camino Women's Hospital and the Hope and Beauty uh, Chemo Companion Program. So every time you buy a lash binder, one is given to a cancer patient that's undergoing chemotherapy. Because when you under when you go and you have cancer and you go to the cancer centers and you're getting this radiation uh, for chemo, you start to lose your hair. And we all know you lose your hair on your head, but not a lot of people understand that you lose hair on your entire body. So your legs, your uh, underarms, your eyebrows, and your lashes. And as a woman, when you lose all the hair on your face and your head, it can be hard to look and feel normal when you look at yourself in the mirror. And so Lash Binder is a solution that has helped some cancer patients, and they've told us that it changed their life. And so we wanted to uh, give back to women that have this issue and were undergoing chemo, and we wanted to make them feel strong and beautiful, right? Like, that's why I've done makeup from the beginning, and so that's why we have the program. So, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been really fun. Yeah, that's so awesome to hear. Um, that's really good, and I'm happy that someone is finally doing something that's good other than the same general makeup products, and I feel like that was something new. I've never heard of something that could be so amazing, and you guys need to totally go check out Cassandra, because, like, these are the amazing things she does, and she deserves all the credit for it. So, my next question is, is it just you working on your Clean Beauty podcast, or do you have a team to also help? Yeah, so I have produced, edited, and uh, uploaded all the shows myself. Um, I I thought it was really important to do it alone um, first so that I understood how it worked. Um, and I wanted to edit in my own sound and my own music and... I'd worked with video and a lot of photography before, so I thought it would be a nice challenge and something um, new to do. And at this point, it's so quick for me to be able to produce and upload an episode that I kind of just, I haven't really outsourced because it's a pretty quick process for me. So um, yeah, to to date, um, all of my shows I've edited and um, dubbed and did kind of everything myself and it's kind of fun. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Um, I do edit um, most of my own podcast episodes, and I'm also getting the very good hang of it. I thought when I first joined, I was like, um, I'm going to be the podcast manager, and, you know, I've kind of talked to a few, and I realized that, whoa, they, they can charge a lot, so I kind of just researched and made some long podcast episodes and kind of edit them and now I'm just really good and producing my own episodes is just really really amazing and stuff like that Uh so yeah (laughs) yeah so when you do you have any advice for people who kind of use makeup with like acne or anything they should type of change yeah, so uh, I work with a lot of different clean brands, and one thing that I've noticed with my clients that have, they are using the wrong product. So it's a it's a very 
unique thing. Um, and there's lots of different types of acne. So I can't, there's not like a one size fits all, like use this and it goes away. Um, but I can say that, um, different oils and creams, um, on, like if you were to use a certain type of oil on a certain type of oily skin, like it can create, um, blockage on your skin and that's how some of the acne is formed. Um, but some acne, like the acne I get is actually caused by stress. So when I'm really stressed out or it's like that time of the month, I'll get acne, um, on the top of my forehead, you know? So, and then other times like I'm allergic to like honey. And so if I use certain products that are really high concentrated with honey, I'll actually break out from that. And like I said, fragrance is a huge trigger too. So I think, um, it's really good to know yourself and test the products on a certain area of your skin first before using them all over. And if you are using like a face wash and your entire face is broken out, you could be allergic to an ingredient inside the face wash. Um, and a lot of people think, oh, well, like I switched my face wash the next day and I still have acne. Well, your skin takes, you know, weeks to regenerate. Um, and so if you um, are using a product, you should really give it a good amount of time before you know it for sure is not helping. You know, you should try 20, 30 days to make sure um, that you know that that's, that that's what's causing or not helping the acne. So um, it's kind of trial and error, but I think the best advice I could give is just to go to a dermatologist and have someone look at your skin and make sure that you're not using anything with fragrance because so many of us are allergic to it um, because there's so many ingredients. There can be like 20,000 ingredients inside that word alone. Um, and so it's, um, it's really hard to pinpoint what exact ingredient is, is breaking you out, but it's very possible. Yeah. Awesome. And what made you go into the makeup industry? Yeah. So I, always had a love for beauty. I was applying makeup on my friends back in junior high and elementary school. I had always had a love for photography. So I would dress my friends up, give them makeovers and take photos and we would do little photo shoots. And uh, I really just, I loved going to the grocery store with my mom so that I could go to the makeup aisle and just hang out and like play with products. And Whenever I got my allowance, I always spent it on makeup, and I was always, like, using my mom's stuff, and every Christmas, that's what I wanted, you know, and so it was just something that I always had loved, and every single day, I practiced wearing makeup. I wore, you know, eyeliner and mascara and foundation, and I wore everything, even in junior high, where I probably didn't even need it, but it was because I loved it so much, and that love turned into a skill because I was playing with it so much. Um, and I became known for, for it. So if one of my friends needed help with eyelashes, I would be there like putting her eyelashes on. Um, and then as I got older in high school, I was modeling. And, um, when you're a model, um, it's very expensive to hire makeup artists. And so I would do my own makeup. And when I would go to set and meet a photographer, they'd always say, oh my gosh, who did your makeup? And I said, well, I did. And they were always really impressed. And I knew that that was, um, a very positive thing. So when I turned 18, I moved to LA and I decided I wanted to go to beauty school. So I went to LA and I went um, to Hollywood to train with some 
a master artist and then I ended up moving to London and training over there and then traveling around the world and um, continuing to follow my passion and continuing to work as a model too. So I kind of worked in both spaces until I felt like it was time to retire my modeling career um, in my late 20s. And so, uh, yeah, it's been, um, it's been a long time coming. Um, I, I still do very, very few makeup jobs, like for weddings and things, um, because like, my full focus is now like on my conference and like on my clean beauty retreat and on Lash Binder. So, and my podcast. So I kind of have a lot going on with all of that. So um, I'm not working as much as I used to, but I still practice every single day. Like I get up in the morning and I play with new products. I try new makeup. I try new skincare things. And I'm always getting sent products from uh, from the beauty brands that I'm working with. So I'm always having something new to try, which is really cool and kind of keeps me up on trends. Yeah, that's so awesome to hear, and I love makeup, but I mainly like to use mascara. Um, personally, for me, my skin is, like, really, really nice and um, very sensitive, so I try not to wear too makeup much, and I also want to embrace my natural skin because I don't want to wear too much makeup now, and then when I get older and now expect makeup on me all the time, so I, I wear it here and there, um... And stuff like that. So, what are your favorite makeup products? Yeah, um, I think that that's such a smart thing to do. Um, you know, wearing less and making sure you're washing your face at night is so important to make sure that your skin is going to stay beautiful when you're older. And also, sunscreen is just something that so many of us don't don't really use every day um, because we think, oh, it's just for summertime and it's like going out in the sun, but really like you should be wearing it every single day, you know, even if you're staying inside and you have some windows open because the, the UVB and UVA rays can come through and you can still, um, you know, have skin, uh, sun damage on your skin. So it's, I'm so glad you're taking care of your skin and thinking about the long-term terms of effects of wearing makeup. Um, it's just so important to, to properly cleanse and tone your skin after you wear makeup so that you don't have to deal with any problems when you're older and have to get, you know, all those different facials and um, surgeries done because you want to look younger. Um, and then I guess going back to your question about what, what are my favorite makeup brands? Mm-hmm. Or makeup products. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, that's sort of an ever-changing thing, but I will say that right now I am kind of into really moisturizing and hydrating products, so um, I really like the RMS uh, Luminizer Quad. Um, That one's really great. I love um, Codex Beauty. It's um, a new kind of product that I'm working with. It's like, um, they have a couple different uh, skincare products, and mm-hmm. I, I, I totally love skincare. I think it's the, it's really the baseline of any makeup. If you're doing makeup, you should always apply skincare first, just to protect your your face, and um, it gives a nice kind of solid foundation for what you're working with. Um, and then I am a big like lip gloss, lip uh, 
artistic girl. And so I love Beauty Counter. Um, it's a company that I work with as a consultant. And so what that means is that I, uh, I get paid to, to share their products, which is pretty cool. And, uh, I earn a lot of free products from them, which is, which is a huge, um, it's just very nice for someone like me who loves beauty products. Um, so I really love their lip glosses. Um, I wear lip gloss every single day, and theirs is just fabulous. And um, who else? For, for teen and acne-prone skin, I always recommend Brilliance. Um, it's uh, founded by a 16-year-old, actually. She lives in California and is like a mega influencer and has like millions of uh, views on her YouTube channel. But I love Fiona. She is so sweet and she has some of the coolest lip glosses and um, cheek. She has a lot of like liquid cheek and highlighter products. Um, which are really, really good for teen prone skin. You know, it's like, it's made with really, uh, simple, uh, ingredients so that, um, if you, if you do have sensitive skin, you can get away with wearing those products. So Brilliance is a great one. Um, who else do I love? I love the beauty counter, um, uh, mascara too. Um, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on. I have, like, a million favorite brands. And I have a shop section on my website, on CassandraMcClure.com, where you can go look at, like, my favorite sunscreen and my favorite lip gloss and my favorite foundation and concealer and all of that stuff, too. Oh, wow, that's so cool. And I definitely have to check out the brand, um, the brands you recommended it and stuff. Yeah. So, do you have any questions for me? Um... I don't think so. I really love what you're doing. I think it's so great that you are starting off so early and doing such a cool thing and kind of, uh, I know you interviewed one of, one of my, uh, one of my friends, uh, that has a brand Mossamai in Lynn Power. Yeah. So she's actually my mentor, which is so funny. And I told her about the app and then I told her that, um, I was coming on your show, and I told her that she has to work with you. And then I saw that you guys did a collab, so I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So we were just talking about you the other day. So, oh, cool. Thank you're, yeah, you're doing awesome stuff, and we're both fans. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I'm excited to continue to follow you on social, on your Instagram. I love your Instagram, your podcast page. It's so cute. <laughs> Thank and, you. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, um, do you have anything to say to the listeners? Yeah, if you guys want to check out um, anything that I'm doing, like events in California, definitely go to queenbeautyretreat.com. If you're interested in learning more about me, go to CassandraMuffler.com. And if you're interested in the podcast, go to queenbeautypodcast.com. And um, definitely use the girl code on LashBinder.com so that you can get $5 off a Lash Binder and uh, make sure that one goes to a cancer patient in need. Yeah, well, yeah, that's so amazing, you guys. You guys have to check Cassandra out. She is truly amazing. She's a queen. She's flawless. And she's not like any other beauty 
vlogger out here. She's just unique. She's just really pretty. And just go check her out on all her social medias. They all be in the description. Um, thank you everyone too who listened to this podcast. Please don't forget to go check out Cassandra's podcast and her company Lash Finder. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Girl. Follow us on social media at Girl Podcast Business.